guys, oh my days, it's so good to have you here. Welcome to the first episode of The Talk with Fai. Yay, welcome. <laughs> so first things first, I thought of changing my intro phrase from hello guys because that's a bit cliche to something more sophisticated and original you know that's gonna be for just we we on the talk with fight okay <laughs> all right so this first episode i decided to make it an introductory episode where i'll just talk about what the podcast is all about why because one million and one people sorry I'll do a little bit of exaggerations with my numbers. <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying? A lot of people actually texted me and was asking questions like, what is the talk podcast about? Why the talk? What's the subject of the podcast? What's your audience target? Etc. Etc. Lots of questions, but I'm just going to answer um, all questions together. And I hope you pick the answers that um, you were willing to hear from me. I answered some. Unfortunately, I could not answer everybody. So this podcast will answer everybody. Yes. Okay, so why the talk? Why start a podcast now? What is the talk podcast about? Okay, so why the talk? The talk just makes it simplified, meaning... We're just going to be ranting and gisting about everything and anything. But it's not going to be without channel. It's not going to be without um, um, a focus. That's the word. Yeah, I'm going to be stuttering a bit because I didn't plan to make this first episode an introductory episode. I already had wonderful episodes laid out for the talk program already. So... Um, the, f- the best thing now is to make the first episode an introductory one to answer all questions that were directed at me after listening to the trailer. In case you did not listen to the trailer, please log on to your Instagram page and search for the Fi, um, the talk with Fi, sorry, and click on the link in the bio to direct you to all podcasts you can listen to the trailer on or you can actually watch the trailer on the page on instagram yes so firstly the talk is let me start with my audience my audience target is 20 something 30ish but those that are going to be talking to us on this show would be 20 something 30ish and above On the talk, we're going to be listening to other adults tell us about their experiences and stories, how their 20-something, 30-ish life was like. I'm not saying ours are going to be exactly the same, but we'll pick one or two lessons to learn from their own experience. They usually say experience is the best teacher, but you don't have to go through everything to learn. You can actually listen to other people, learn from them, and even make yours a better one. Mm-hmm. So... That answers what the talk is about and my target audience, yes. So apart from listening to what other people have to say, we are allowed to also feature on this podcast. If you have stories you want to share too and remain anonymous about it, this podcast is open for you. You can actually send your stories to me. Send me a DM on the Instagram page or send a voice message to um, on the podcast. When you listen to the podcast, there's a section for voice messages. You can send your voice messages on that part. Or you can text me on Instagram and I'll send my email address to you. Or you can send your voice messages to I don't mind. You can share your stories with me anonymously if you want or you can share your stories with me and want me to share your name and everything. I don't mind also. Then suggestions for topics, questions, everything is allowed on this podcast. This podcast is meant to be an interactive one where 
we'll i'll be interacting with other people that you listen to and you're allowed to join the interaction like send your questions send your voice messages which i'll always upload if you want me to in subsequent episodes so i hope you're gonna enjoy every episode of this podcast because i already have it packaged for you all and i'm excited about it this podcast is going to be dropping every sunday i was so excited i dropped the trailer a couple of days ago and i could not just wait to drop the first episode already but because of the questions i got i had to change my first episode to this one and like I said earlier, that's why I'm stuttering a lot because I didn't plan for this. So I have to change it to this one. And I hope this one answers all questions that everyone had directed to me. Yeah. Then timing on Sundays. Mm, that I'm not sure of right now, but I'm going to drop it every Sunday morning. Sunday morning so you can always have it with you. It's for you to listen to, enjoy during your you time and learn one or two things let one or two words motivate you and kickstart your week <laughs> all right then if you have questions or you want to just us about how your week went and you want to share your stories about something that happened to you during your week this podcast is very much open for you to do that just send your voice messages or your text messages on the dm and we'll talk about it i would read out comments and all that that other people decided to share about your topic and if you want to remain on anonymous i'll gladly um, call out your name and your numbers or anything you want me to share with everybody listening to this podcast so it's so good to have you guys here like i said earlier and it always gonna it is always gonna feel this good talking to you guys every week so on this note i hope i've answered all questions and i can't wait for the first real episode i had something for you guys already i really have people telling us their stories and you can't wait to listen to them all right so catch you guys on this same space this same time next week sunday it's still your girl it remains your girl fi on the talk with fi Kiss, kiss. Bye. Adios. I'm sure we've noticed the change in name from Thirtish the Talk to the Talk with Fi. I'm really sorry for any form of inconvenience this may have caused, but this is for the better, to allow for easy search on all search engines on the podcast. If you type the talk on all podcast search engines, there are about a thousand and one other podcasts with the same title, The Talk. But to make ours different and unique, we changed the title to The Talk with Fi. Thank you for staying tuned and enjoy more episodes on this same podcast, The Talk with Fi. Kiss, kiss, Fi. Okay, so when would you say you actually transitioned or made that move from dependency to being independent? Um, actually, coming to that, uh, that should be around 2005. No, that should be 2000, uh, 2003. That should be 2003 or 2004. I couldn't remember precisely. Actually, what happened was that after my service year, I had an experience that made me feel uh, I actually need to be independent. All throughout my school, I was living in my father's house, even outside Lagos. Um, even sometimes, if I have the cause to defecate, I would need to transport myself from school down to my house to instead wow. of staying in the school. So I felt so comfortable and I feel everything was going well. And in fact, I had a lot of goal, a lot of things I wanted to do. Because, like? Um, uh, this is a secret, please. <laughs> 
I had it oh. in mind that possibly uh, I, I, I'm going to marry somebody because of my childhood background. I wanted to marry an Indian lady. Oh my God, you were watching too many Indian too movies. Too many Indian movies <laughs> then when I was very young. So that was my... So I felt even being... Uh, it, the person would be a very good Muslim, but I please, I, I wanted somebody from that side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you of thought my, you had the head for Okay, so, so uh, you were saying I, something earlier. Yeah, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going back there. Okay. So when I... The, 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 my last day in school, when we got a NYSC call up, I think that was the same day my dad actually gave up the ghost. Oh, right? Sorry about your loss. So uh, when he died, uh, a lot of cry here and there. People were shouting. I never cried because uh, it's not because I don't love him. It's not because, but it has always been my home. I have this, uh, what's it called, special attitude. I don't. Uh, make unnecessary noise on what I knew I'm supposed to do. So I did my best. I prayed for him and every other thing was carried out. But what I noticed was that after his death, a lot of things happened. His houses, all the documents were missed. Okay. And his houses, his will, everything got missing. We couldn't see anything. So... Our parents were just there, our mothers, three of them, because my father happens to be a polygamous man. He had three wives, and three of them were just in the house like that. I came to Lagos, all the way from Elori, and they were just sitting down in the house. Nothing, nobody was coming around. The money was not flowing in again because we didn't even know what was happening. Oh, immediately, I noticed that I decided I have to run away mm. because I wasn't working. And I can't depend on these women that I don't have money to as well. Mm. So the first thing that came to my mind was, uh, okay, I have a a wife to be, if yeah. you see, yeah, possibly serving a UB. So I talked to her. I felt I need to come down to my degree. Okay. My degree is closer to UB. So we work it out. There was a school of nursing, you know, just graduated physiology, uh, with physiology, BSc. I've just finished my service in Anambra State. Mm. Why Anambra? That's another story on its own. Mm. But this is where my independence story <laughs> actually okay. started. So I decided to travel down to um, Ubi, mm. from Ubi to Maiduguri. I actually got uh, a nursing appointment, a school nursing appointment, where I take them anatomy and physiology. But that will not last for more than a week. Mm. And uh, they just came up with a story that somebody just graduated, is there this, this, and this, and so even the person studied. Last. Yeah, didn't okay. last. So what happened was, uh, and I felt, okay, now the job is gone. Maybe I have to go back to Lagos. Lagos. I said, no. Going back to Lagos, what will I go and do there? Mm-hmm. So I, I decided to get a pay job in my degree. Okay. So in order to get that, it was quite difficult. I have to, there was no house. I have to stay in the NYSC camp um, for, a very, for quite some time anyway. So there was some time I was possibly arrested as an intruder into oh, the camp. Arrest. and uh, okay. and uh, almost about to be jailed. Mm. Um, but someone came to my rescue that they actually knew me so from there i met a friend who actually accommodated me in another quarters then i continued to search for my pay job until i got a particular secondary school like seven thousand five hundred per month per month yeah what year was this uh that was in uh, 2003 that was 2003 2004. wow was that enough for your keep up and all um really individually I can manage that. Uh, considering where I'm talking about, my degree is a standard very of the standard low. of living there is quite low. The foods are cheap. Awesome. Then, as of 2003, the food are cheap. You can get your. The only things you don't get there is uh, this Yoruba kind of uh, food, like a widow and the red. But okay. there is spinach. There is everything. The meat you get is the way cheaper. you speak. It seems you know how to cook. Yeah. I, I do that and I, I, I love it a lot. So that was how I, I started with the job. We do resume around six six thirty in in the school. So I always make sure I arrived earlier. 
because the school was actually owned by a Ghanaian and the way he did it was that for every minute you are late there is certain amount of your money going wow so throughout my the, my working career in that school i never got up to seven five because <laughs> you were always late no not even late he is about he's very strict with notes um what's it called uh, note taking as in what do you call it not uh, planning class, uh, class work. Work. exactly okay. you as need to plan teacher. your as a and you know we are not trained as teacher i'm a physiologist but i have to adapt mm. because if you don't do it they will remove your money okay so for every day you have to plan mm. every class submit it to the head of uh, academics mm. to vet before you go into the class and i go to the class every day not coming from the morning I'll go there in the morning and I'll come out when they are ringing the bell. Closing hour. Closing hour. Wow. The only time I have to rest is like during break time. So most of the time from one class to the other, from one class to the other, I was so busy and I was overused. And you were so getting then, seven five. Exactly. And then I just felt, well, it is a kind of a training because I have never like teach before. So that was like exposure to uh, teaching and I really love it. Okay. They were using me seriously and I was enjoying it. So that was how I really developed okay. interest in teaching. So at a time while in my degree, after I've gotten used to the life of teaching and the rest, I met with some group of coppers, young uh, guys, and we set up a lesson that will later become one of the most uh, uh, one of the popular lessons in uh, my degree. In my degree right now, it is one of the popular. Uh, yeah, then what's when the I was name? Living, I, can I remember? I actually gave it a name then, but I didn't collect. I didn't collect a penny before leaving. For the lesson. But they actually sent money to me. Afterwards. The, afterwards. Wow. Because I started it with about four coppers, and uh, in the school I was teaching, there was this concept of heart in me. I always tell people I am more of a heart than science. So, okay. though I teach science courses and every other thing. So, but the art student loves the way I take them some things okay. when I have them. Uh, there is this thing they did in my degree at the time and I created something for them on counseling. Okay. That is, uh, I think I tagged that thing, something is still missing. So, okay. that something is still missing. I used my live experience. Okay. to tell the story but the way i did was it was a solo look just one person talking so i taught one of the students to build that uh talk and when the guy presented it even on the tv uh my degree uh, uh bono tv tv and they actually the school won and i was to develop that presentation okay. so that was why i got to be known oh. and as a result of that I said to start a lesson. That was how I was able to start the lesson, and everybody wants to come around. So you to sowed the seed, and you got the fruit yeah. afterwards. So that was just uh, what I did, and with that, I met a lot of intelligent students. Sometimes I tell people when they tell me, "Ah, also people are not." No, you have not met the like the intelligent one. Mm. In my career in teaching, I think. I love those students I took in yeah, my degree. They, yes, they are very, very intelligent. So after teaching in my degree, did you teach anywhere else? What did you do after? Yeah, actually, afterwards, due to the surgeons and other seasons, the rest, I left my everything in my degree. Everything I didn't wait. I you have to come back. Yeah, so <laughs> I have to come back to Lagos. When I got to Lagos, that was I said. Even the lesson I started, I didn't collect a penny. I have mm. to leave everything there. So the coppers there, they continue. Mm. And a lot of people were registering and they know the money. So later, they send the money. Someone got it for me. The person used to travel to my degree. He got the money and used it to like, get something for me in Kano. Okay. So, um, that was, that was. so after I left my degree, I think I stayed in Kano too for a while. Okay. Like with a friend and just to know whether it is possible All right, for me let me just make the questions direct then yeah. so what did you intend to be career-wise because we were all what you said you have a passion for art now to be sincere or uh, let me put it this way to be honest 
just like every other child, I have my childhood ambition, and okay. that is to be a doctor. And I was so lucky enough that God blessed me with that without sweat. I, I got it, uh, I, I would like call it, in the plateau of gold, right? Okay. What happened was that in my secondary school, I was actually not the best student anyway. Mm. But I did my uh, SSC in uh, SS2, my first, uh, that was GCE. I had some result. I did my listening to SS3, I had some result. And I did my jam. The only I did my jam once, once, once twice, mm. just once. My admission was sent to me at home. Wow. I got the admission for medicine sent to me. In your house. In my house. But what happened? I left and uh, this is a long story anyway. That's the <laughs> So what really changed the whole episode was this. And I said my you know I said initially that my background as a child actually affected a lot of things for me. Uh, being the only female, my, only male, right? the only male, my parents uh, would not want to allow me to go to boarding schools. So all this while I'm always at home. I attended public schools. I attended schools that is closer to the house. Sometimes when I finish in the schools, I go to meet my uh, mom or dad in his working place. And so I'm always with them. Some of my siblings, my sisters, some of them in federal government colleges, some of them in commands and others. But me, they didn't so allow me. So you went me. to private school? I, no, I went to public school. Public school. Because, because they house. wouldn't allow me to even go. But when I got admission for medicine, that would be the first time I'll be leaving. The house? The house. <laughs> so um, I didn't know, I didn't have the experience of living, staying away from home. How difficult it will look. How to interact with people, you know? All those things were not something I had, like, planned for. I didn't bargain for that. I thought it was going to be like, I had always uh, go to school, come back in the afternoon, mm. and all those things and the rest. I could remember the first day I got to school, uh, I, I went out in the night to read. So I was not telling my colleagues that, please, oh, they should not close. The, when will they be closing the gate of the house when I'm coming back? So they just, like... This guy is... <laughs> Mommy's boy. So, another time, I met a guy while on my way to the reading room, and the guy took me to one of the pottery where they said something. He was asking me questions, and he just told the woman to give us drinks. He gave me drinks. He took drinks and other things. So, what he just did was that while we were drinking, while I was drinking, I was drinking too. He just left me there drinking. I didn't know what he did was that I'll be the one to pay for him. And so, you don't have money. I know I actually have to pay. <laughs> so there are a lot of pranks people play because uh, I wasn't exactly. Okay, so what happened? Why didn't you study so, medicine? So uh, there was a, there was a time when there were a lot of stress in the campus. What campus are we talking uh, about? I'm talking about University of Illinois. Okay. Yeah, it was so difficult, and I couldn't cope. In fact, there was a time that there was no even food and the exam was coming so you ran home no i didn't i didn't run i i i, I was actually in school mm. what happened is the problem i had was that when i got to school my roommates every one of them they saw my father brought me to school oh this guy seems uh, he has a lot of food so everybody starts uh, stop buying foods in the room so it was yours so they would just tell me not to bother to cook they will cook then serve everybody so unfortunately, when I needed the food most, the food finished. Okay. It took me, in fact, to call Lagos for them to send some people to bring food for. So okay. throughout all those time, it was not easy. I was not even reading. But unfortunately, what happened was that at the end of the day, I couldn't pass a course. I think it was, was it biochemistry? Yeah, biochemistry. And it so much badly affected my overall GP. They expected us to have like maybe minimum of maybe uh, 50 in all medical students. Okay. I think my listing was like 40. My entire GP was something like uh, 46 or 45 point something. Okay. okay. Actually, it was quite easy. And that's another thing. There are some of my colleagues that had the same problem, but eventually found them in the medical school at the end of the day in okay, their so 400, there was in their, there in was their 400 level and other things. But 
possibly my own thing was that I, I was so straightforward. I didn't know that even when you fail, you can still Walk go. Your way through. Uh-huh. No, okay, you can so still go like hacks for um what was it called for them to possibly if like I was having for this something and we're looking for fifty, possibly some lecturers could like find a way. Of, but I wasn't. In fact, okay, my own was so that I couldn't get it, and that was all. Immediately I up for a what was it called change of course and that was how i got to physiology i moved back to 211 in physiology and that was in 300 in a yeah, i think yes, cool. in physiology and while in physiology i discover another beautiful talent out of depression out of depression you discovered another, another talent. <laughs> which was and which was humanity mm. humanitarian so instead of going to classes, I I stopped going to classes. I stopped attending lectures. So Everything. I just got tired. I just created something I love. I look at hospitals in Quara states and uh, with some friends, we form what we know as a hospital visitation group. So most of the time, we seek form. We go from one financial institutions or the other, even to the governor's office. We look at patients that have problems in the hospital. We write letters and there's some of them. Actually, this was like religiously, uh, religious based okay. because uh, there will be some of them possibly who are likely affected and want to change their fit because perhaps they couldn't have money. We created the time. Instead of me to be in school, most of my time, I will be in the hospital. There will be sometimes I'll be sleeping with some patients. Wow. <laughs> so I just discovered that and that was what... In fact, my name, when you get to learn it, the names they call me is hospital. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> okay, so we've had a wonderful time with you today. And just to round up a bit, I would like to ask some other questions. Thank you for the story so far. Yeah. And I'm sure we've picked one, two, three things for me. For me, for example... I learned that you do not make unnecessary noise over what you want to do. Yeah. That's one of the things you said. So I'll ask you um, my second to the last question. What is um, what are those things you regret not doing during your twenty something thirties? Wow. Um, actually, if there is anything I regret not doing, is one. I regret not finishing my MBBS, right? Your MBBS. My MBBS, okay. yeah. So, uh, um, last question. What are the things that um, you regret doing during those days? Well, will I really say there is any? Well, it's just that the fact that I... Uh, let me just say... The only thing I could say I regret doing is uh, poor management of time. Time I, management. Uh, yeah, that is just... Is that the, um, affecting you now? Um, I really is still. You know, you grow every day. You learn every day. I still learn. People still, you know, try as much as possible to help me with that. Uh, I know that area is quite challenging, but every day I try as much as possible to improve from what I was the previous Okay, so, all right, say something to the 20-something, 30-ish people out there that have listened to your story, probably yeah. picked one or two things, and I'm sure they'll have a lot of questions for you and hope you'll be available to answer these yeah, questions. Yeah, very much. All very right, very so very I'm, I'm very sure I didn't touch some other aspects yeah, of your yeah, life. They can. But them, yeah. when they ask questions, I'll bring it to you. And when I feel that we really need to talk about this, I'll come back because I'm really sorry for taking this much of your time as a very mm. busy man that you are. So, something for... The 20s, some yeah. people. Actually, what uh, I would suggest that most people in the 20s, uh, they should always do, irrespective of your discipline, irrespective of your area of uh, specialization, try as much as possible to volunteer. What I mean by volunteer is not necessarily uh, going to do humanitarian. Even in your area of uh, specialization, like for example, if you are a, a physiologist or you are an anatomist or if any of the basic sciences or microbiology or on the rest, biological sciences, the best thing you can do is go to somewhere, write to them that you want to volunteer to work for free. 
So they should plant the scene is try as much as possible to get a skill. Okay. Be skillful. That skills will be useful for you mm. later. It may not you may not be gaining anything from it as at that particular time. But make sure every time, for every six months, you have a plan for yourself to either attain one skills or the other. When you are getting skills, you are adding to your value. Your certificate is there to show that you have gone to school. But what you are able to do tells how much knowledgeable you have. Nobody will look at your certificate if you can add value to anybody's life. I had people who read pharmacy, but today they are IT specialists. We have people who even read medicine. Today they are doing something else. Not because that medicine certificate they have is not useful, but they got to like discover, rediscover themselves when they started to like learn one skills or the other. They realized that these will actually put food more on my table even than what I have gone to school to do. So going to school, summarily, is for you to be exposed to the universality, uh, university of knowledge and what it entails. You are taught GNA, GNA, general uh, studies, uh, general studies, that is English uh, studies, sciences, art, and all those things. And so they have exposed you to a lot of them. Apart from that, you have met with people with different characters. All these things are to shape your a kind of your future in terms of interpersonal relationship then when you now want to go into like getting something to feed yourself and your family you need to build on that too as well though today i think some schools have started doing something about it but during our own time there was nothing like skill acquisition in school there was nothing like that we went through schools and we come out all carrying books at the in our bags you know walking from one place to the other most class library most class library room most class and at the end of the day we got out and we're writing cvs when you get to some places you get to some hospitals they'll tell you you read physiology uh, we don't know what we want to do with you. Uh, what do you think you can do? And the funniest thing is that ask 80% of physiology graduates with that questions. They will keep quiet. They will not be able to say anything. Okay, so this um, it, podcast is not only for Yeah, yeah I know. I'm just... Uh, yeah, I understand. I so, understand. broadly speaking... Broadly speaking, even generally, graduates, they will tell you... When you ask them... When you want to test graduates, people that are fresh graduates, not necessarily those that have started working, when they come around to work with a firm, maybe meet, meet with an HR, just ask them, this is what we do, this is what we do. With what you have, what do you think you can do for us? And it will become a great challenge to most students because this is not what we plan for. But I have a friend, now this will possibly end my uh, advice. I have a friend when we were in secondary school, as at when we were in secondary school, our GSS 1 to GSS 3, he was not the best of students. Mm. In fact, let me just put him as an average. But from our SS 1 to SS 3, he was the best. I took my time to ask him questions, like of recent, when in our secondary school group, when he was on all seat and I was, that was the question I asked him. I said, what really was responsible? for that transition because in our ss1 to ss3 when you have problem with your calculator is the one repairing it it repairs tv it repairs when you go to his house you are watching videos my friend will tell you you see that uh video the way it's working he will start telling you the physics made up that is behind the machine machine. Mm -hmm. while you are busy enjoying the movie (laughs) so from secondary school that skills and the practical knowledge of physics he already he already mastered it so when i asked him he told me there was this chinese man that his daddy worked for so they used to go to his daddy's workplace and other things he was the one that introduced him to that because my friend when every one of us were looking for job he established his own workshop where people bring computer that was when computers started coming to nigeria he was repairing computer sharp came for him they wanted to employ him he said he doesn't want he doesn't want their job i'm serious and he was making money 
wow. without getting the job. Eventually, right now he's working for Multi Choice, and he's behind all these uh, background uh, this thing. Whenever they are playing ball, all those large screen and all those things recording and all those things. That's what he actually okay. earned now. He did electrical engineering in school. In school. So you see, this person already discovered his skill and decided to work his skill through as a career. As a Thank you very much for um, accepting our request to have you on this program today. And to end the program, I'll just recap most of the key things you said. For every six months, you should add skills to your life. University only grooms you for interpersonal relationships, and what you are able to do with your skill would add more to your life than just education. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. And I'm very sure the listeners have heard this and they would hold this tight in their left hand and not use it to eat a bar mm -hmm. <laughs> and work with this. <laughs> Thank you, sir. We have questions for you. And if my listeners have questions for you, I'll pass it across and we would appreciate if you come back on the show yeah. to answer these questions. All right, guys. It was another beautiful day. Awesome time with Mr. Olushola Bankole. Hope you guys enjoyed his story. And if you want to listen to more of his stories from different aspects of his life, he's very much available. Like I said, this first episode with um, Mr. Olushola Bankole is... Yay! So we have somebody in the house today. Somebody I respect so much. Somebody that um is black and handsome you know they only say women are black and beautiful but this is <laughs> okay let me let him introduce himself he's one of the fashion tycoons in lagos yeah don't look at me like that yeah you are <laughs> all right so let him introduce yourself himself rather all right so introduce yourself my name is philip Medway. Um, is that Ausa? No, that's not Ausa. That's Yoruba. That's very Yoruba. And uh, for those of you out there trying to uh, wondering where I'm from, I'm from Ondo State actually. So, so that's Medway. Yeah, Medway. Yep. Awesome. Is that your introduction? What uh, do you do? Uh, Who are you? You already do. I mean. Hi, welcome to the show. Please introduce yourself. My name is um, Philip Medoye. Medoye? Medoye. Is Three it British? Um, no, it's very Yoruba. Come on, fire. Yoruba? Yes. What part of Yoruba land? Um, I'm from Ondo State. So. Oh. oh, no, people, please testify to this. Is there anything, any name? Medoye. Medoye. Any family? Of course. The name Medoye. <laughs> Okay, so what do you do? Um, I'm a fashionista. <laughs> oh, it's a fashionista. It's uh, a fashion tycoon, like I said earlier. Anyways, so what's the name of your brand? <laughs> uh, it's Feel Black Clothing. Feel Black, P-H-I-L-B-L-A-Q. So you can check him out on Instagram. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. All right. Thank you for accepting our request to um, you feature on this program today. So, shall That's we begin? Yeah, <laughs> All right. So tell us about your 20-something fetish days. Uh, the interesting things that happened then that you'd like to share with us? Uh, nothing really, nothing major happened. I mean, just like every other 20 ish, 30 is, I mean, they're experiencing right now. So, so but, it was busy. Uh, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty busy. Apart from the fact that um, I was always on the football pitch. Most of the I time. Was, so yeah, you wanted to be a footballer. I was, and I actually thought I was going to be a footballer. Oh, I feel just you now, though. It can still happen, really. Fine. That was yeah. a joke, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was very That was very funny. Okay, so what else did you do during these days? Um, what else did I do? I actually didn't go to school. You guys should know that. You didn't go to school? No, I didn't. You did um, secondary school, primary school? I didn't go to school at all. 
You didn't go to school at all. Mm. Wow, this is interesting. And he's one of the top guys in the fashion industry right now. Oh, so what did you do? Um, basically homeschooling and all that. Oh, wow. Your mom was a teacher? No. What's homeschooling? Homeschooling, like, you... You learn everything at home. At home, and to... Okay, there was internet then, so... There was internet? Yeah. Oh, so you're learning online? Yep. Oh, interesting. Wow. So what would you say was um, the best moment you had then? With the fact that you didn't go to school, you probably had so many friends that... We're going to school. Yeah. You didn't feel intimidated. Not you at didn't all. feel any kind of way. Not at all. I still do not feel intimidated. I mean wow. I can hold my own anytime, any day. So Awesome. Wow, this is the first I'm hearing of this actually. And it's so good to have you here. So apart from being on the football pitch most of the time, what other thing did you do? Mm. Um, sometimes I'll go um, to work with my mom. Okay. Then she sells um, building materials. Oh, you should have turned out to be a construction <laughs> material. Or like a trader. Hey, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to say you should have turned out to be selling um, construction site materials. And be big at that, but you chose fashion. Why fashion? Okay. Um. Why fashion? Cause what else can an illiterate do? <laughs> Come on, an illiterate could sell materials. Uh, well, Excuse you. Yeah. No. And just that, that, sell that those materials. Uh huh. That, that was a joke. But then um, it was just uh, when I was getting really old. <laughs> And I needed to do something with my life. So. Oh, so you chose fashion? Yeah. All right then. Mm. So throughout your 20 something fetish. Are you going to. All right, so please introduce yourself. Your name, what you do, and any other thing you want to tell us about you. Yeah. My name is um, Philip. Philip Medoye. 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 Three okay. syllables. Okay, sorry. M E D O Y E. Is that Medoye. British? That's uh, very, very Nigerian. Um, you're about to be precise. So. I was about to say, Alsa. No, for those of you wondering, it's. um. I'm actually from Ondo State, so. Ondo people, please yeah. let us know if that name exists. And then, um, I do fashion. I mean, you've said it before. The fashion tycoon. Oh, fine. Stop it. Stop it. So I do fashion, and um, it's um, feel black clothing. So you can follow him or check him out on Instagram. Instagram. Okay. Twitter. Okay. And Facebook. Facebook. The same name. Yeah, same name. Feel black. Yeah. P H I L B L A Q. Feel black. All right. So now let's get to. The program itself so you know thanks for having thanks for accepting our request to have you on the show oh yeah it was hard to get this young man on the show today but thank you for accepting eventually really? yes okay. so mm, tell us about your 20 something 30ish uh, 20 something 30ish okay so they already know that um I'm not. I'm not the young one. <laughs> no, of course, yes. I already said I've did interview people around twenty something, thirty ish, and above. So for now, I'm starting with those above, so they can give us um, one, two words of advice or motivation to kickstart our own days of twenty something, thirty ish. So tell us about yours. So the something it was it was it was fun. I mean, it was very 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 fun. You exploring? Um. Yeah. I mean, growing up, I, I'm my kind of person, I, I, I'll say that I, I like exploring a lot. Okay, so, so how did you know fashion was your thing? You probably did explore various other career paths or um, passion yeah. or talent. <clears throat> Is it a talent or a passion or yeah. it's just your choice of making money? My choice of making money. So what do you have fashion Football. for? 
Actually, I thought I was going to become a footballer, like a big time footballer. So what happened? What transitioned? What happened? Uh, I mean, Nigeria happened. I mean, I, I, I tried my best. I, I did my part. I would wake up very early in the morning, go to the field, do the normal thing a footballer should do, train a lot. Like, I was really good. So is it that you didn't get signed in by any club or Nigerian? Yeah. Is it far The reason why we're here talking. <laughs> oh, so you can actually apply to Nigerian Eagles. Yeah, I, 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 I almost, that almost happened. Um, but, but then I was, my mom actually didn't let me. Because I was, yeah. Yeah, because I was, I was um, quite young and um, she didn't think I was ready to stay all by myself. So she, you were still dependent on them. So she felt you could not be independent at such age. Yeah. What age are we talking about? Um, that was, I was um, 19. 19 20, so yeah, when 19, did you 20. decide to swerve from um football to fashion or did you do other things that you would like to share with us um, what else did i do oh i party <laughs> i didn't get that oh you party oh <laughs> oh you partied a lot oh, yes mm. i partied a lot um what else? Okay, so yeah, because was... of what you said now, my next question would be, what was your love life like? Oh, God. Am I supposed to say all of this? Like, tell the truth. <laughs> the truth and nothing but the truth. I think my subsequent episode, I'll make you guys swear at the beginning to tell the uh, truth and nothing but the one, truth. So... <laughs> no, 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 no. But this one, please tell the truth so uh, we can learn from it. How it was, was your love life? It was amazing. Mm. Um, you had the best of girls and you were a naughty person, uh, or you had the nothing. worst of girls no, and you were no, a sweet no, no, person. Not the best of girls, the mm. best of them, and um, I tried my best. I mean, I to tried. be a good boy. Yeah, to 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 be a good lover. But but of course, I was young and I messed I messed it up. So so now with all what you said to me. Yeah. You swapped from one career, one career or one talent or passion uh-huh. to fashion, uh-huh. and you also was a bad boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were a bad boy. I was. Is I admitted to? I hope guys out there can admit to this. Okay. So what's the one thing you regret doing at that age bracket? The one thing that I regret doing. I'm not doing. Doing, doing. you regret doing. Being, uh, being a bad boy. Being a bad boy, the yeah. love life aspect. Yeah. Oh, so you hurt too many girls. Not too many. I mean, they're still alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they probably will be. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so they're not so I mean, old, but you, you, you see them today, and you wish. Uh, yeah. 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 You wish really, sometimes. Yeah. The truth, nothing but the truth. Sometimes, yeah. He's not saying it very well, yeah. But the look on his face, I'm telling you, is feeling bad. So all those guys out there that you just do any girl anyhow around that age bracket. Wait. You. Wait, but okay, wait. Can I ask this question? Are you married? No, I'm not. Are you? And I'm not even close. Yay! <laughs> You've yes. already dated all your wife and you have done uh, them. No, 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 no. That's so not what true. happened? I don't know. I'm just um, I'm getting ready. So you still you still have that bad boy spirit in you? No, that's not what I what I'm trying to say or what I was trying to say. That's so. why I'm asking. Uh no. Okay. No, I don't. But I'm just getting ready. Yeah, marriage is a lifetime decision, so mm. you need to be ready. Mm. Like, Especially when just... you did not work on yourself around that age. You get yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So what is that thing you regret? doing uh, a lot of things but then uh, okay i think i asked what that thing is that you regret doing and you said being a bad boy yeah but so what's that thing you regret not doing not playing football not playing football he has that look actually look of a footballer they are physique so I would agree with you if you say you regret not doing that. Okay. Um, have you 
during that age bracket, did you ever wish you had a shrink? I mean, a psychologist yeah, or somebody you could actually talk to about some of the experiences you had or events that happened that period? Um, really, no regrets, really, for me. Mm. Life is... I, I live life as, as it comes. I mean, yeah, I'm saying, did you ever, d- during that period, wish I, you had a shrink you could talk to because things were not like you... You expected or you've never experienced such before no one has ever told you this is how it's gonna be like stuff like that yeah you I did, wish yeah, yeah. Mm, interesting all right so tell me five random things about you tell us five random random things about you number one random things about me facts mm-hmm. yeah facts I like dancing. I can't twerk. You <laughs> <laughs> can't twerk. They are going to twerk for us after this. Of course, they can't see. Oh, yeah, that's really the bad part. <laughs> Just me, they'll be enjoying it. Okay. Number two. I can sing. Yes, sing for us. Sing for us, just something, just do something. Oh, I believe I can fly. I've called so. No, just say something. Go online. Sorry. Um, listeners, it's not Corona. It could. It's Corona. I won't be doing this right now. So it could be one line, two lines, or rap for us, anything. Thank you. Thank you. We're saying thank you already. Even know what to sing. Uh, that's because he actually can sing. Maybe after this episode, we will release one of his songs strictly for talk. The talk with five. <laughs> Number three. Number three. I sleep five hours. You calculated. Yeah, five, wow, five, five, six hours every day. Most people do actually, Most so it's not random. Oh. So number four. Oh, really? Uh, this is very boring. You like rabbits. Oh, we're doing this again. 